The Digested Read by John Crace. The Scarlet Pimpernel by Baroness Auxey. A seething crowd, human only in name, were demanding the roi and his beautiful gateau-stuffing reine be sacrificed to Madame Guillotine. But this was the year of grace, 1792, and the awful peasants were the rulers of France. Sergeant Bibot allowed the deformed hunchback, driving a cart laden with the decapitated aristocrats, through the gates of Paris. Ye fool, cried Citoyen Tinville, that was the accursed Englishman, the scarlet pimpernel, escaping with the Comtesse de Tournay, sewn into the bodies. England had never been merrier, and Dover rocked with bucolic laughter. God save the king, sang the local rustics, before tugging their forelocks as an impossibly handsome young nobleman arrived with the Comtesse de Tournay and her children. Come quaff some ale, ejaculated Sir Andrew Fuchs. Ooh la la, the Comtesse declared. I can see my daughter is swooning with desire for you. If only my husband was here too, my happiness would be complete. Odds teeth, he will be soon. The League of the Scarlet Pimpernel enjoys a little sport with the Frenchies. And who is the Pimpernel? Zounds, milady, I cannot tell you. No one knows the elusive Pimpernel. Dover once more fell silent as the peasants prostrated themselves before Sir Percy Blakeney, eight feet tall and the richest dandy in Merry England, and his wife, Lady Marguerite, a beautiful apparition of five and twenty years, and once the cleverest woman in France. Not that that was saying much. Well, I'll be dimmed, Sir Percy said. I am as wet as a herring. Even though he was eight feet tall and the richest dandy in merry England, no one knew why the cleverest woman in France had chosen him as her husband. Ah, despise you, milady, the Comtesse de Tournay cried. You betrayed the Marquis de Saint-Cyr. Marguerite wept a quiet tear. Sir Percy had left her severely alone since he had discovered her part in Saint-Cyr's arrest, and yet she could not tell him of the circumstances that would exonerate her from any blame. And now her beloved brother Armand was returning to France to save the Lapatrie from the merciless order. (laughs) Okay, let's go. France, easy peril. By Jody Pico. It needs a man lofty virtu. I called you Willow. One day soon Though it's we the will readers, be reunited. Would be and Sir Percy will comprise the circumstances that sad. will completely I felt as broken you as you were when Piper, the gynaecologist, a Weasley Franchman, appeared at Marguerite's door. It was Citoyen Chauvelin, the spymaster in chef for the Republic. 
I have une lettre that proves your brother is a sophon of the Pampanel. But if you help moi unmask the Pampanel, then I will let him go. Mais how can I help? The Pampanel is an English millar. As vous as the pivot, the society, you can lead moi to him. Marguerite wept more quiet tears. Sir Percy didn't love her because he didn't understand the circumstances that would completely exonerate her of blame for Sassier's death. And now she was going to have to betray the magnificent Pimpernel to save her frere. Odds bodskins, said Sir Percy as he entered the ballroom. I'll be dimmed. This is a tremendous party. Marguerite sighed with relief. She had baited the trap as Chauvelin had asked, but only her husband had appeared. So the Pimpernel was steel at large. Madam, I must hie me north at once, Sir Percy said. Was that his hidden passion, she sensed? But why did he leave so suddenly? And why did he have a large map of France, stenciled with a pimpernel, on the wall? The cleverest woman in France was perturbed for fifty pages. Then it struck her like a clap of tonnerre. Sir Percy was the Pampanel. No, we, oui. and he had always loved her, but had disguised his feelings and made himself look stupid in order not to be discovered. Quel fool I have been, the cleverest woman in France announced. He has gone to rescue my brother, a le Comte, but he is riding into a trap. I must hie me to France, aussi. Her heart pounded noisily. Sir Percy had escaped Chauvelin near Calais by singing the national anthem, but now she had been taken prisoner by the dreaded citoyen. Her thoughts were interrupted by the arrival of a four-foot Jew. Take me to the hut where the Pampanel, Armand and Le Comte are waiting for a bateau. You idiot, person, Chauvelin demanded, showing the Frenchman's traditional contempt for the Jew. Very well, the dwarfish son of Abraham replied, whistling the national anthem. Armand and the Count were safe and the cleverest woman in France melted into the arms of Sir Percy, who had discarded his disguise as a four-foot descendant of Moses and reformed to his accustomed height. I will never doubt you again, my saviour of France, she sobbed. Je suis so happy. I'll be damned. Sir Percy laughed. Now that I understand the circumstances that completely exonerate you from any blame over the death of Sincere, I rather think I might love you too. <laughs>